Close your eyes. Your eyes closed. Always. They're closed. Spark in. Yeah. Now picture this. You're swimming along. You're you're a little you're you're floating along in the ocean. You're hanging out. You're eating some plankton. You know. You're just like a little nibbling. You know, nibbling on little bits, nibbling on little bits in the ocean. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, somebody scoops you out of the ocean, <gasps> and either does one of two things. After a long, disorienting boat ride, and plane ride, maybe putting you into a cold, cold, cold freezer oh or refrigerator. God. And then you're still alive, though. You're still, you're still kicking. They put you in a tank. And then they either do one of two things. There was bite I... your head off while you're eating, while you're alive. So no longer alive. They just bite your head off. Or they start peeling your skin off and put you on a barbecue. That's what it's like to be a shrimp. Why did you want me to experience that? Welcome, everyone, to episode 18 of 99100, the podcast counting up the top 100 domestic grossing box office movies of 1999. I am your Groucho host, Sparky Shelton. And I am your Harpo host, Tino Mickens. And I'm Ryan. And Sparky, you really struggled, but you got there. You got there in the end. Yeah, you were the little <laughs> yeah the man. Kid. No, I appreciate it. I really do. Um, uh, what I, happened? I stuttered over my words a little bit, and I thought it sounded, you know, it was mostly in my head. Um, but apparently, thanks to thanks to Ryan, I know that I fucked it up. Um, nice. So now I think I'm just gonna, you know, I'm gonna play the rest of the podcast sort of on the back foot. Okay. Perfect. So, you know, Ryan, if you're so fucking smart, why don't you start the podcast? Welcome everyone to 99100, the podcast counting up. The top 100 domestic grossing box office movies of 1999. It is episode 18, and this week we are doing. I forgot the movie. Oh, what not so fucking this? easy now, At is it? At first huh? sight. At first sight. Hi, I'm Tino. At I'm first one of Ryan's. Sight. I'm one of Ryan's co-hosts. I'm here to sort of support <laughs> Tino, him you, if he t- drops the ball. You know. Tino, do you want to give it a stab at starting the podcast since neither of us fucking clowns can do it? Yeah, of course, of course. In a world okay, plagued by fear and and real plague and discomfort, <laughs> no one knows what to listen to, and now it's us, and I am your host, Gravel. I am a, I am the physical embodiment of Gravel. <laughs> oh, hi, Gravel. Yeah. Gravel, I'm such a big fan. I loved your work in Minecraft. Uh, wow, I appreciate that so much. People usually hate me. No, I think you're... Loved loved before. You've never been loved before. You've never been loved before? And this is 99-100. Oh, thank you for... Gravel has a different... Opening theme song for the podcast. Clearly, clearly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, how do you guys think the podcast is going so far? I think it's going all right. Cool. Um, how was how's uh how's your day? How's your week? Oof, oof. I uh I I hosted trivia for my parents' trivia group. Do you guys want to hear some of the questions? Yeah, hit me. I want to sure. see how smart I am. Let's 
We'll st- we can start this episode with a little bit of a uh, little bit of, of uh, trivia. Maybe uh, maybe you two can compete. Um, and we'll give like five seconds of dead air so that you users at home can pause the audio uh, and try your answers out yourself. You don't need five, five seconds, seconds is a lot, is a lot yeah. to pause. Yeah, um, it's quite a bit, quite a few. Okay. Um, All right, ten seconds. Here, know. here's one. Um, no, I don't think you're getting it, Ryan. Sorry, can we stop the the questions, Ryan? We don't want to stop talking. Yeah, we want. If we stop talking, they okay. leave. We want there to be mostly. Right. <laughs> we want there to be mostly, you know, talking and jokes and things. Okay, six seconds of dead air. Got it. Perfect. Uh, this is from the topic celebrities. Um, according to CelebrityNetWorth.com, this man with an estimated net worth of six hundred million dollars, including properties on three continents. Uh, is the richest male actor alive? Tom Hanks. You got another guess, Tino? Keanu Reeves. Incorrect. Both of those. Tom Holland. Incorrect. Oh, is it totally Dwayne The Rock Johnson? Uh, No, it's not. Johnny Carson. Uh, He's not alive, famously. Famously dead. Can I get a clue? Iron Iron Man, Tony Stark, what's his name? Fuck, Robert Downey Jr.? Uh, that is incorrect. Well, the clue is sort of the three continents thing. It's on three continents. In, in, in Asia and Europe and North America. That's where they are. Um, Daniel Craig. Incorrect. No, not true. Good guess, though, huh? Um, no, I wouldn't say so. Rowan Atkinson? Not quite. You're focusing on one <laughs> of the continents, and huh? you're you do seem to be sort of like zoned in on one, one, uh, one continent in particular. Um, oh, Jackie Chan. Uh, no, good guess. That's what uh, that's what my parents guessed, but they were fucking wrong. Zach Braff. Zach Braff. <laughs> Is correct. Zach Braff yeah. is the richest male celebrity. He made uh, $30 million a show in the last season of Scrubs. A lot of people don't know that. Put it all into, um, I don't know. Tesla, and then watched as it became $1,500 a share sure. and then sold out. Yeah. Listen, Zach Braff is married to Florence Pugh. What I would like to know is... <laughs> What is the answer to this question? The actual answer is Shah Rukh Khan, the great Bollywood and uh, uh, philanthropist. Shah of course, I would have never get gotten that? that. Yeah, did anybody get that right at your trivia night? Uh, somebody suggested that uh, it might be somebody from Bollywood, but they couldn't. Uh, they couldn't muster the name. Okay, right, nice. hit me with another one. You want another hit me with one? Another one. All right. Uh, uh, I can give you. I can give you categories to choose from. Do you want a, a literature, economics, radio, food, sports, vexillology? Vexillology. Ryan, you can pick. Let's go. Vex. What is vexillology? Wait. Exactly. Exactly. It's the study of flags. And as very little people know, I'm a vexillologist. All right. Fine. I will get give on you. It. I will give you a thousand U.S. dollars if you get this question without cheating. Sure, go for it. Um, the Australian and New Zealand flag are both British blue ensigns with stylized stars on the blue field. 
which flag has the greater sum of star points? And what is the difference in the sums? So, the sum of the points. Can can I get $500 if I answer the first part right? Uh, no, no. You get, you would get nothing. Damn. I'm pretty sure New Zealand has the, like, the seven or, like, many pointed stars. Well, you're wrong about that, so I could have fucking blustered my way into, into making okay. that. Yeah. I didn't know anything, but I was going to guess the other way around. Can I have $200? Uh, I don't. If you can guess the difference, the difference in the stars, then yes. No cheatsy. No cheatsy. Uh, incorrect. 20. No, Fuck, I was going to so say 20. Close. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's, that's it, I think. All right, well, cool. um, Speaking of trivia, uh, our movie this week is the (laughs) 1999 classic uh, blindsploitation film At First Sight, (laughs) uh, starring the always handsome and lovely um, uh, Iceman from Top Gun, and then also the lady from Top Gun. Remember the lady? Remember her? No, not that one, the other one. I've never seen Top Gun. Val Kilmer's in Top Gun? Val Kilmer is Top Gun. I only know him for Batman. That's wrong. He's like the least well-known Batman. And yet, here I am. (laughs) You're a unique unique man, Tino. (laughs) Um, How's this movie start again? I I don't... She gets really sad and then goes to the Poconos where it's all snowy and cold, and she hangs out with Val Kilmer and gets a massage Dude, at this cool resort. Yeah. You, oh, man, I feel like you sped through some important stuff. You nailed her it, though. Her boss is her ex-husband Yeah. at this architecture firm and that she works at. What's this woman's name again? I don't remember. Mira Sorvino. Oh, right, Mira Sorvino. Yeah. A second, um, a, a, a rare second-time appearance for yeah. an actor in uh, in 1999, right? <laughs> Except for John Malkovich, of course. <laughs> of course, and of so course. Mira Sorvino uh, needs a break from this architecture, and she is technically going. Actually, she's technically going on a business trip because there's a place in this little town where she is going to be building it. She's going to be designing a new building with her firm, with her all, her and all her boys back at the office. Yeah, back, back at the old grinding grinding room the old grind room you know have you, guys, have you guys ever worked in an office before uh i currently work in an office yeah yeah wow <laughs> is it just like the show the office no yeah. yes in my experience the answer is yes so mira sorvino goes <laughs> to this little town she gets a massage from val kilmer and she's so sad and so tense that the massage alone makes her tear up and sob and cry. And also Val Kilmer just sort of has a nice voice, you know? Yeah, yeah. And the massage ends and she gets up and he's already gone. She's, she took a nap because she was so sad, you know? And she goes to meet him at the bus stop and this guy is blind. He's fully blind and she realizes it. But it's kind of cool. It's a little bit quirky, a little bit coy that the guy's blind. mm, mm. And so she's into it, but it turns out he has this uh, this sister who's really overprotective, um, who like he's is got always a dog. like, yeah, he has he has the dog, but the sister seems resistant to him, you know, having new things in his life, new relationships, 
change, etc. Mm. You know. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Um, what's the dog's name again? Uh, Rufus. I don't really. No way. I hope it's not Rufus. I think it's that's a, an awful dog name. I'm pretty sure it's Rufus. Well, yeah, that's like a naked mole rat name. Yeah. I mean, only because that was the name of the naked mole rat in Kim Possible, but. In what now? In that's the home? only in time. What? Uh, in what Sparky? Kim's Possible. It's um, it's a it's a movie uh, or it's a Disney Channel show about uh, trying to figure out if certain vegetables can go into kimchi. Called oh Kim's no fucking Possible. way! That sounds awesome. Why is there naked mole rat on that can, show? Yeah, well, what's he doing on there? Because kimchi a, oh. kimchi kills naked mole rats. So Guys. They, what if we do a reality TV show that's like Chopped, but okay. it's like real life Ratatouille, and we put a little rat in the chef's hat, <laughs> and we're like, the rat has to has to tell you what to do. That's a good idea. Okay, I'm yeah. I'm writing this down. How Thank much? You. Don't worry. Do you... Actually, Ryan, can you write it in Sharpie just to make sure it's copyrighted? That's how that works. <laughs> if you write it in Sharpie, it's That's legal. a pretty lucrative deal for Sharpie to have that sort of authority from the government. Well, yeah, they, invented, grab my real quick. they invented permanent ink. It, it can't it can't go away. Oh, I see. So they get that. Uh, we give it to them. You know, we let them have it. Well, that's good for them, now, Tino, I guess. I lost my Sharpies, but is pencil all right? Frankly, it's not. But I would like to get back to this movie, if that's okay. I would like to <laughs> as well. So, of course. I mean, listen, there's, there's, there's a lot of... There's a lot of tr- like retreaded ground. You know, she goes back to work. She tells her boss about Val Kilmer, and he's like, "Oh, I'm jealous as fuck." Mm. Um, and then she goes back to the town, and she's like, "Hey, Val Kilmer, we can get you this operation so you can see again." And he's like, "I don't have a problem. It's fine." Mm. Um, he's you know really he's very closed up about it. And then eventually, after a while, they they really fight about it, really argue. But she gets him to move to New York City. New York City, the Great White Way. Ah, oh, that's the the old windy, windy way. The old wind. Exactly. How many um movies so far have been set in New York City in this in this list? All of them. Right. So it's another New York City movie. Yeah. It's the at eight, this point, you know, we might have had New to explain City it before, movie, but I yeah. think you guys probably know what New York City is now. We've it's, probably explained it enough times that you guys understand. Well, it's, you know, it's constantly changing, you know, with the release of new movies. You know, you see a different, uh, you see a different angle of the city every time you watch, you know. That's true. And actually, what people don't really know is that New York City is kind of like um, the inside the video games world from Wreck-It Ralph, where mm. anytime a new piece of fiction gets made, it uh, it just happens. It goes into the city. It's real. Yeah. So that's why New York is so fun, so bustling, so... So so cool and hip is because mm. there's all these fake people and their Spider Man's flying around. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. And Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer is still there. Where <laughs> but is he doesn't Val? know that. Let me let me Google that. Let me see where Val's at. While Val you're doing that, Kilmer I will continue with this address. plot summary. Um so Val Kilmer and Mira Sorvino are living together. Um, hold on, I've got an answer oh. for you. Uh, he doesn't okay. live in New York. He lives at uh, one six, f- Los Angeles, California nine zero zero four six. Oh my Yo, God! Yo, Tino, go say hi to him. Your neighbor. You think I could get him on the pod? Could we? Could we? Yeah. 
<laughs> People also ask, where does Val Kilmer live now? Where is Val Kilmer's ranch? And is Val Kilmer dying? Just a guy on, 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 on his computer, on, on the computer at like the cafe, like, where is Val Kilmer right now? <laughs> <laughs> what is Val Kilmer doing at this very second? Didn't that used to the be... The worst private investigator. Didn't that used to be like a, a, a <laughs> CNN? There was like some, there was some app that was like a celebrity tracker where it would like track where the celebrities were at any given moment. And then like, I remember that the founder got interviewed on Larry King Live, only Larry King was on vacation, so it was Jimmy Kimmel. You guys remember that? What? That's a real thing. And Jimmy Kimmel just like roasted the guy. I mean, I think it's great that we're not putting people up on a pedestal and worshiping them anymore. I think it's good that people are acknowledging that celebrities are real people. You're throwing rocks at them, though. I mean, it seems to me that celebrities should be... Aren't they kind of protected by piles of money from those rocks? No, no. No, not no. And by the way, not all celebrities are wealthy. I mean, you know, that's a silly and stupid thing to say. You know that. Come on now. Just because people have money means it's okay to to say false things about them, to tear them down. It's I mean, not that's okay not... to say false things about anyone. I'm well, not you should about... check your website then. Thank you for uh, talking to us, uh, Anderson. I just remember not being able to find the only important celebrity, Carmen San Diego. <laughs> Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? That's what Where I want to know. in the world is Carmen Larry King Sandiego. right now? This very second, what is Larry King doing right now? <laughs> he's probably finding a new wife. <laughs> he, he's trying to get to double digits by the time he croaks. How is he not dead? Hey, man, let's not start doesn't... that thing where we talk about celebrities and then they die like the next week. Right? <laughs> I, I, I don't true. want that to happen either, but, but I just feel like every time I watch an interview with Larry King and he's talking about his own life, it seems like he should be fucking dead. It seems like he is an impersonator of Larry King because he's you always know, just s- like, he's always just like, uh, uh, your new movie reminds me when I called the Brooklyn Dodgers. I don't have a Larry King impression, turns out. Yeah, that wasn't good. <laughs> what I was going to say was as long as he doesn't stop talking, he's not going to die. And all I'm saying is if he dies... Out. All I'm saying is if he dies next week, I know who I'm calling, and it's going to be Sparky's lawyer. Because I won't be able to reach him in prison Mm. when he killed Larry King. I didn't kill Larry King. I incited fate to do what they should have done long, long ago. I can't believe you murdered him with a chain. Okay. Well, um, I can't believe uh, that the chain turned out to have uh, penicillin in it and saved his life. So, you didn't hear that? Much in the post, like the did doctors you? saved the life of Val No Eyes Kilmer, Val, as they called no him in school. Looker, no Peepers Kilmer. Yeah, because Mir Sorvino, you know, it takes him a while. He has to, he has to, he has to really work up the courage, but he's ready to get this operation with the eyes. Mm. Um, and so he does. And not gonna lie, it's kind of good. It kind of works. <laughs> It you know, is, there's some trouble at first. It's it's very successful. Yeah, he do, yeah. he flips his shit though, as because he has like very long term blindness. Like he's very long term blind. Uh, oh, so I he, had a highlight about this actually. Oh, a Miller highlight. Oh, if yeah, you will. yeah. <clears throat> Pardon me. I had a Miller highlight about this actually. <laughs> After he gets the surgery, it was a success. 
Oh, wait, I'm getting too far ahead. Shit. Okay, well, skip ahead. That's fine. All right, well, we'll skip ahead. He's like, this is skipping a lot, though. I'll skip ahead. We can edit around it. All right, Sparky's the editor. He can imagine that. <laughs> I'm not going to edit it. Yeah, We're just not going to talk about that part of the movie is the thing. All right, well, he gets the surgery, and spoiler alert, it it starts to revert. He oh, my God, that is the again. entire movie. Oh, my God, that's movie. so, that's like the end of <laughs> the movie. I fucking told you guys. Movie. I even knew this. Well, how, well, 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 well that's so much further ahead we, than I thought but, it could be. But he said the magic word, Miller Highlights, so that's going to be it. That's like we can't talk about the rest of the movie now. <laughs> No, but I want to. So he gets his eyes. He gets his eyes. It's a very successful surgery. He gets his eyes, and he loses his... But he's his... freaking out at first. We should talk about that, man. Uh, he, has, he has some trouble. If you would let me finish my sentence, I would have said he flipped his fucking lid. He would have flipped... He flipped his lid. Well, then maybe you shouldn't have said it was a great success, huh? It was a great success purely in the neurological sense. He can see... But he hasn't seen in a very long time, so he loses his fucking gourd. He really does. He thinks that he is like, well, he literally says over and over again, this can't be seeing. This can't be seeing. Oh, my God, this can't be what seeing is. Which is insane. Very disturbing. That is like one of the most existentially terrifying thoughts I have ever heard. Like, imagine. You go. I said Oedipal. Oedipal. Yeah, like imagine being just thrust into hell. That's what this was. He was like, I don't want the surgery. They tried 15 times. And then his girlfriend is like, I'll suck your dick if you get this surgery. And then he was like, okay, let's try it. And then he was just like, I want to go back to being blind. This sucks. What is a can? What is is an apple? I don't know what doors are. Yeah, he's got to put, he's got to put his former senses of, of, you know, of, touch and of hearing and of feeling uh into like a visual context so it all sort of melts together so he goes to see some some doctor who specializes in it and the nathan lane the eye doctor is like he's a little unconventional but i think it's a it's all it's our best bet and then it's fucking and then it's nathan lane so fucking amazing Sorry, um, who is the, the the special therapist for the blind man? Nathan it's Lane. It's Nathan Lane. <laughs> it's Nathan Lane. Oh, love me some Nathan Lane. Oh. And he's funny as heck, man. He's a very guy, funny man. Listen, this listen, this movie's based on a true story. But <laughs> there's no way the doctor was this lovable and goofy oh. in all these appointments. As American okay? treasure Nathan Lane. Exactly, exactly. Nathan must have been putting on the sugar. It's not like he met this doctor and this doctor was Nathan Lane. Yeah, yeah. I wish. I wish my doctor was Nathan Lane. I wish I one day woke up and had Val Kilmer's face. Hi, Sparky. Sparky, breakfast. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Sparky. Sparky. Sparky, your beautiful little face. Sparky, your beautiful little blonde face. What happened to my boy? It's me now. It's um, oh. Val Kilmer. You know how Val oh Kilmer talks. Oh, v- from Batman? Val Kilmer from Batman? No, only Top Gun. This is an alternate universe where it's only Top Gun. I think that I saw you in a Batman. No, you were I thinking do. of uh, Top Top Gun is the is the DC Comics superhero franchise. I'm the fourth person to ever play 
Top Gun. I remember remember that movie with Tom Cruise as Top Gun, and you remember that movie with Michael Michael Keaton as Top Gun, and that movie with um, listen, listen, honey, Christian I don't know Bale what you're saying, as Top but Gun. I need to find my son Sparky. My name is Michelle Obama, <laughs> and if you will come with me, maybe we can find him in this big old house that we live in. Yes, because Michelle Obama definitely talks like Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah, oh, exactly, absolutely. Oh, hey, uh, Sparky, my fellow American. <laughs> that was not Let good. Let us uh, go shoot some hoops. Uh, what do you say, Whoa, Bella? What? Okay. Whoa. <laughs> All right. Is that racist? I mean, yes, he did love basketball, but you still, cut that out. but still a little on the nose. He that plays basketball. He sure He's really does. Into... He sure does. But maybe tour the campuses of Harvard Law School would be a better example. <laughs> I was trying to be fun and loving. When Sparky wakes up as Val Kilmer, what's his first option going to be? Play basketball or go study some books? Play, play I basketball think I would with go to President the Barack Obama. I get if it. If you were Barack Obama, why would you tell Val Kilmer, who's actually Sparky, who is also your son, <laughs> to play basketball when he has a new face now? You tell him to go to the doctor. This is what the left <laughs> has been trying to indoctrinate us to think for so long. Is exactly. That the, it's, they're too PC to admit the simple fact that if Barack Obama woke up and his his son Sparky was actually Val Kilmer, the first thing he'd do is offer to play some basketball. <laughs> but that's just too mainstream. Is that a little too edgy for you? I've been tra- I've been saying that for years, and everyone every time I talk, it's like I get boxed out. It's like my mom boxes me out, my dad boxes me out. The cashier at the Vons boxes me out. The, Nobody will listen to my two sets anymore. The center, the center under the hoop boxes me out. That's a basketball term. I don't know if you guys know that. Boxing out is a basketball term. You can't even talk about basketball anymore, man. Fuck. God. So point is, you Val Kilmer. that socialist Joe Biden. It's all going to hell. Kamala just like dunking far threes from the back of the court like Steph Curry. Dunking far threes. We have yeah. crossed a barrier, my boy. That is sinking. That sinking is, them. Thank Nothing you. Nothing but net. <laughs> Whoosh daddy. Okay. I thought we had crossed the threshold and then you found another threshold for us to cross unwittingly. So Val Kilmer is not Barack Obama's son. Um, contrary to what the mainstream media will tell you, uh, he goes to see Nathan Lane, and um, they go to a strip club. That is the most important thing they do, yeah. That is pretty as, much as the only duo. thing I remember. And Nathan Lane says, what's his advice to Val Kilmer? You gotta give your eyes a rest. <laughs> he says that before they go. Oh. He says that before they go to the strip club. That's his justification for going to the strip club. Right. I think right. he says he's like, "Listen, I'm trying I'm going to try to do an Nathan Lane." He's like, "Listen, my advice after 3 beers it's uh what anything that you're going to see, you you would uh wouldn't have seen before or something like that." He says something. Some kind of wise <laughs> advice, you know. It doesn't matter what it is. Yeah, yeah. Kind of the buds, actual word. They're at a strip club, you know. You yeah. sort of leaned into Marx Brothers more so than Nathan Lane. Um, well, to yeah. be honest, because I'm Harpo. Well, oh, actually, good isn't there a whole thing they didn't talk at all? 
Uh, no. Groucho talked a lot. Groucho had a uh, had a lot of one li- quippy one-liners. He'd just be like, um, "Well, my dear, if you uh, if you didn't want to go swimming, you shouldn't have brought a whale." Hmm. <laughs> you know, like those. So Val Kilmer, he goes back to Mira Sorvino, and he's gonna he's about to tell her about his little eye issue where he's his where his. Oh wait, no, wait, I'm skipping. Now I'm skipping. <laughs> um, point is, the, he, he, his eyes start to revert. That is the next important part. And we skip that. Because I think that's before he goes to talk to Nathan Lane at the strip club. Right, right. Right? Yeah. So point is, his eyes start to revert. It's like flowers for Algernon, but instead Ooh, of it yeah. being his brain, oh, it's shit. his eyes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's where we get to my Miller highlight, <laughs> the champagne of bit. bum 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 because when his eyes start to revert, obviously, first thought, not play basketball with uh, Barack Obama, but it is to go to the doctor, in fact. Constantine was right on the nose with that one. Yeah. Um, and when he goes, he's like, cataract surgery was in the dark ages back then. Back he when? Was talk- oh, back when he was, like, getting persuaded to take do the surgery. I was right the first time. Oh, God my damn God. What? <laughs> You thought Son you skipped so far ahead. We cut the whole thing out, but it was it was way earlier. Wow. The Dark Ages joke? That was your highlight, too? That It was so funny, because I was like, that's insensitive. Listen, oh, here's God. my highlight, which we have also already skipped over. Mirasor Vino, um, b- back when he's still blind, Val Kilmer teaches Mirasor Vino how to skate without skates. And then later in the movie, they go ice skating, and she's still, like, not that good at it, but he can see now, so he's better at teaching her. And at, at one point, she's like, she's like, oh, this is my sad face, because he's never seen right. uh, faces on emotion, like, emotions on faces before, you know? Mm. And so she's like, this is my sad face, and she has a really sad face. And then for some reason, it goes into like a several minute long montage, no joke, of her doing different faces. Oh my god, <laughs> Val Kilmer! It is it is an extensive, an extensive, like very over the top, like mm, big pouty face, and like uh, you know, it's like one of them is just her going, "I have an idea," and she sticks her finger up. Uh, one of them is a seal, seal yeah. impression. Big old Baby, seal. I get g- kiss from a rose on the. Great. Is, so the only in. words you know are kiss from a rose? You said, I can kiss from a rose. Well, I was scared. I was, you know, I was nervous. Yeah, you know, I've never been on stage before. <laughs> okay, that's, uh, that's okay. That's okay. You did great. You did great. But I don't think you're going to Hollywood. Aww. Simon Cowell was an idiot. He was dumb. He's tone deaf. And I think he he's dumb. Right. What are you saying Rand- about me? What are Randy you was cool. Paula, Paula was I'm hit or coming miss. out. I'm coming out of the judges' room. What are you saying about me? You said I'm you're, tone deaf. Yeah, you're tone deaf. You don't know what you're talking about. I'm going to be the next American Idol. I'll be back the next five seasons. You're going to say no every time, but I'm still going to try. How You think I'm tone deaf? How about I, yeah. I, how about I sing a song right now? Yeah, go for it, please. Your I, choice. I promise you. Your it's choice. Be bad. You pick the song. Chop Suey. <laughs> Come in. All right. Wake up. Grab a brush and put a little makeup. 
Why'd you leave a kiss up on the table? There you go, create another fable. Why they gonna have another kiddo? You wanted to. Why they gonna have another kiddo? You wanted to. Why they gonna have another table? You wanted to. I don't want to send them another kiddo. You wanted to. I don't think you trust in my self-righteous suicide. I cry. Okay, stop, stop, stop right there. Oh, what? You're you're British now. <laughs> I'm Simon Cowell. Oh my god! Oh my god! I'm not Simon Cowell anymore. I'm... Oh my god! What? <laughs> what did you do to me? I think we're none of us are Simon Cowell anymore. That's what That's I think. That's crazy. Happened. I think I saw David Blaine walk by on the street just now. So <laughs> he has that power sometimes. Oh, um. Well, so he he loses his sight, or he's he is in the process of losing his sight. So he's doing all sorts of things that uh, that he wants to see. And one of them is uh, the Rangers, New York Rangers play at uh, at the Garden, live at the Garden. Is that the hockey game? That is the hockey game, yeah. Yeah, so this is kind of fucked up because he is about to tell Mira Sorvino about the fact that he's losing his eyesight. Right. And then he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> he goes to a hockey game with her instead. Yeah, yeah. And you know, earlier, oh, we we should we should remember to like say what's say their Chekhov's guns mm. in our plot summaries because earlier in the movie he says, yeah, you know, the last thing I remember seeing it was like a big cloud, but I could touch it. Mm-hmm. And when they're at this hockey game, he sees a cotton candy cart, mm. and it turns out that that was the cloud, was cotton candy. Yeah. Last thing he saw. It, yeah, it was pretty much the last thing he saw um although he did get to go home and see his dog which that was my miller highlight imagine seeing your dog for the first time that would be sick oh Damn. man lucky his dog lived that long oh man oh, probably <laughs> didn't it probably was just like a seeing eye dog all of the seeing eye dogs are just the, the oh Made myself sad. <laughs> no, don't think about it, Sparky. Oh, don't think God. about it, man. Oh, you guys can pull out of there, me man. out of it. You guys can pull movie, me out movie, of it. The movie, the movie, man, the movie. Uh, the movie ends after that, so the movie's no yeah. help. And it I turns mean, out... Also... A... Well, yeah, what's up, what's up Ryan? Uh, <clears throat> there was also the subplot of him meeting his dad again. Oh, my God, I forgot right. about that. He has this really bad relationship with his dad. Yeah. Who's like a, f- a construction foreman in New York City? And when he gets his eyesight back, his dad wants to see him again. And then once he loses his eyesight, his dad can't handle it. Pretty sad. Pretty sad. And his sister, his sister, who's the other, the other, uh, the woman flight instructor from uh, Top Gun, uh, is um, <laughs> uh, is the very caring sister. Takes care of him. Dad left when they were eighteen. Mom died didn't get written into the script something like that um right yeah budget cut man budget cuts and i think that's the end of the movie yeah they end up together right they do in new york yeah they broke up oh, no they moved somewhere they broke up at some point and then they end up in new york at a park and she says i was in the neighborhood which is a callback that we didn't mention um right and uh yeah and then they walk off together I think that and was the text. The, the text tells us they moved to Georgia. I think. 
Oh, that's right. They moved to Atlanta, where that's where her big project was. Mm. Oh, right, because she was an architect. Right. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, if we're done with our narrative, I think we have some <coughs> our ads. We have some ads this week. Hell yeah, let's Just get that wine. money. Okay. Finers and fine porters of wine. Are you looking for just a, the biggest bottle of wine you ever had in your whole darn life? Mm. Well, Finers and Fine has a sizing system that's just right <laughs> for you. And for Pooh, as in Winnie the Pooh. Because that guy's just guzzling jars of honey. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee you, if he had any of our honey wine, sorry, any of their honey wine, yeah. sometimes I just feel so close to these <laughs> brands. We're very, we're very <laughs> close to this sponsor, yeah. If he had if he had any of their honey wines, I'm sure he'd be drinking it by the jar load. Mm, okay. Yeah. I got uh, I got sent yeah. their their medium size cab, and um, it's the size of a cab. I mean, it's I thought yeah. it was for Cabernet Sauvignon, but no, it uh, 86 gallons. It said. Um, <laughs> let me tell you, I got a Pinot Noir, and uh, they sent me a life size model of Pinot Chez. Full of wine, Pinochet, full of a dark red. The the I dictator. Or, yeah, <laughs> that seems I insensitive. Ordered. What? That seems a little insensitive what? to name it's it for after the, It's for the it's for the size. Oh, I see. Sure. Yeah. Oh, see, I ordered a large Chianti for seventeen dollars. It was the size of a swimming pool. Yeah, you're not gonna need Chianti anytime soon. You better get some fava beans and livers. Am I right? You know what's the craziest thing hey. about the Chianti pool? What's that? It's in the shape of my friend Keon's head. Whoa. Yeah. And Keon has a it. big fucking head, if I remember correctly. Yeah, just gargantuan. It was the almost it was almost like the size of, the a, of a bottle of wine. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you want to jump in on this, uh, uh, on this incredible offer, uh, 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 you can... We didn't say we didn't say any offers yet, but I will tell you that we have a promo code. Okay. Yeah, I was getting to the promo code, but I couldn't remember the the website URL because it's not just the it's not just the um the the company name. It's like it's different. No, yeah, no, yeah. It's uh the actual the full URL is finers and fine porters of wine making really big containers of wine for yours and mine all the time, and that's fine. Dot. Ryan. Mm, yeah. Yo, what's up, man? Oh, hey, Ryan. Hey, oh, hey, hey, Ryan. Hey, Ryan, you ever have a wine from from Finers and Fine Porters of Wine? Yeah. Well, I think oh, it's boy, time. Oh, boy, did I. Oh, he, you did? He had, <laughs> oh, boy, did I. He had the swimming pool of Chianti. We mentioned it. Oh, yeah, sorry, I forgot. I'm just so drunk. I am fucking My short-term wasted. memory is decreased. I have been showering in wine. And if you want to shower in wine, you can go to the URL Tino mentioned. Use the promo code 991100, and you will get 99,100 gallons of the wine of your choice free. Just pay shipping and a small service fee. Um, that's uh, uh, And that's in the shape of an iPhone. It is in the now, shape of an iPhone. A very large one. Huge. What about rosé? Uh, they don't make that. That's yeah. I, okay. Uh, that is um, I, the, the the um, 
the founder of the vineyard's dad was uh, accidentally run over by um, Rick Ross, so he has something against Rosé. <laughs> Rick yeah. Rosé? Yeah. Exactly. It's a, it's Shit. a really Sorry, tragic, tragic. Um, you know, it's hard to focus on the road when you're just spitting hot bars all the time. I Don't I know it. That's why Billy Joel crashed his car into a house uh, twice in one year. Just like the Billy Joel crashed into a house bottle of wine from Finers and Fine. It's in the shape of that, and it's a whole lot of wine. Buy it today. And uh, if you if you want to advertise um, for your business, be it extant or not, uh, contact ads at uh, 99100.org. Do we have that? No. You can email 99100pod at gmail.com. Subject line, ads. So that brings us now to uh, my Miller highlight of this show, Ryan's Raps. Ooh, my Miller highlight of every episode, let me tell you. Thank you. you, thank you. you I'd just like to make a comment that this movie was incredibly insensitive to the blind community. (laughs) I, uh, yes, sure. Why? <clears throat> uh, well, I think it was what? because the his sight or unsightedness was sort of the only defining thing about him as a character, and he didn't really have any more depth than that. And they True. made so many blind jokes. They did make quite which a I'm bit also of blind about jokes. to do. But uh... also, Val Kilmer was like a way better actor when he was supposed to be blind. Oh yeah. All right, that Ryan. Was wild. Ryan, you have the floor. All right. All right. <clears throat> now, keep in mind. This is the first time I'm reading this since watching the movie. I don't remember what I meant by some of... I'm rereading this now. I don't remember Ryan, what I meant by this. just read through this. it, okay? okay. Oh, I remember now anyways. I reminded myself. Just read through it. Don't comment on it. I reminded myself, though. Okay, so just go fine. for it, man. You got this. Oh, shit, it's a rub down. Gonna break down. It's a rub frown. <laughs> Falling asleep with no gown. Dude can't see 404. Sight not found. Pretending she's blind. Valkymer is so kind. She's got to change for... He don't mind. Walking down the street, see what they find. Blind as a bat, actually blinder. Can't use echolocation as a type of a finder. Looking down the street as she's a describer. Enter the rain, man. Guy into her room like he's a rain man. <laughs> Describing elements like a paint can. Touching her face like it's an arrangement. Do you know how hard it is to write a rap about a rom-com, about a blind man with no mom touching this girl's face like she's a girl at a... I don't know what this means, and I don't... I just, like, stop Ryan, halfway just through read it. Just read it. Sorry. <laughs> And the movie has no content besides the fact that he can't see, but it doesn't mean that it... But it doesn't mean anything to me. A rom-com about a blind man? Are you seeing this shit? He's not, but I am. Not the greatest rapper, but a wordsmith on Vivans, and that's why they call me Rye Man. They're pretty in your face about the fact that he's blind. Not very kind to the blind, who are probably not even watching, but it's a tragedy under the guise of a stereotypical movie from 1999. Drop the mic. Wow. That was a lot more editorial than your raps usually are. Yeah, you were really saying something with that, man. Pretty vitriolic, too. Yeah. <laughs> it's it was based mean on to a the true blind story, people, and I can't yeah, stand for that. Um, You're mean to the blind people. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yes. I've Believe got a, it. Hey, boys. What's up? Who's the boss? Who's the boss? Who, in this cast of characters, is the boss of the movie? I got a feeling. Ooh, ooh, 
It's the doctor. Yeah, it's the doctor it's... who does surgery on his eyes. Um, and I'll tell you why. Okay. Because <laughs> he's stone cold. Mm, yeah. He is. He gives it straight. He does not try to beat around the freaking bush. Okay. He tells Val Kilmer what's going on. Mm. And sometimes the truth hurts. Sorry, Val. Not. Um, a valiant effort. Ryan, who, who's the boss? Um, I'm going to say his sister. Ooh, very good. Very good. Yeah. And here's why. Yeah, please explain so, yourself. It starts off with him, you know basic you know he's blind so he has to go home and she's making him dinner and stuff and making sure that everything is in the right place because when you're blind and you go home everything needs to be in the exact same place because you get it memorized and stuff so she makes sure that that's happening and she scolds his girlfriend when she moves a chair and he bumps into it and starts bleeding out of his shin but nonetheless she's like i'll let it slide this time and that's time and then- yeah that's a very good description um <laughs> you're both wrong <laughs> Because the boss is Nathan Lane, he is the yeah, spiritual. I knew you were gonna say he is that. the spiritual shepherd that brings Val Kilmer's character around from the heights of 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 you know enjoying his sight, gives him the ability to co- to you know handle his newfound gift, and also um, you know assists him on the way back to the life that he knew. He is he is truly the keeper of of order in the movie, and he is the boss. Frankly, I don't even want to fight you on that, man. I, I get it. I yeah. get your rationale. Yeah. Thank you. I stand by the sister, but I'll I'll get I'll give you second place. Tino's in third, though. Mm. Mm. Okay. What would you guys <laughs> uh What would you guys think if they had a gun? Ooh. Who would you give a gun to in this film? Mm. Obviously the blind man. Um, That's funny because okay. then he, just, he doesn't know what he's doing. And then there's Hell like yeah. there's like a, there's like a thirty minute window of the film where he can like be a hitman or something. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like it would send it down a completely different direction. Yeah. That'd be cool. I can't imagine a place where a gun would be used, even if there was a gun. I can't think of a of a of a moment in the movie where a gun would be used. He's living in upstate New York with his little dog, right? And he's going out in the woods to get some firewood. Weird decision for a blind man to do, but he does it nonetheless. And all of a sudden, what bam A bear. Probably not a bear. <laughs> might just be a deer or some shit. I don't shit, think but that he's you blind, can Ursa so he, ex machina. I don't think that's how the the game works. I mean, it could be. It could be. Never, never it said be. it wasn't. Um, okay, so uh, I like that. I think that the uh, person that should have a gun is, again, Nathan Lane, um, because <laughs> it could be where, you know, they go to the strip club and they're talking, and then all of the strippers turn into bears, and he's got to fight <laughs> his way out of there. I would like to imagine that the animals of New York State have a sort of pact with Val, Mil- Val Kilmer's character where, you know, it's like, uh, you stay away from our territory, we'll stay away from yours type deal, right. you know? right. That's they un- fair. Like they're like they're like we understand you. They have begrudging man. respect for the Iceman. Exactly. Well, boys, I think that brings us to Milker Merlot, if I am not mistaken. Yeah, I'd say it was a bit of a milker. Hmm. 
Sawi. I'm it's a, a swimming pool of Chianti, and don't take that positively. Because <laughs> what are you going to do with a swimming pool of Chianti? Pee in it. Bes- I would pee like, in it. Besides swimming it, you know? <laughs> I would pee there. Yeah, I thought it lacked. I thought that, um, you know, I think it uh, it sort of was written like it knew the full kind of emotional power that it had working for it and like especially being a movie about sight you would think that like the visuals would be more entrancing but mm. they weren't so that's a milker that's for me true. it's a milker for me too it was just so plain yeah the emotions Can never I... really hit the drama never really felt real it's a milker it's milk it fucking sucks I hate it ban it and I'd like to make a PSA. If you know a blind person, please sneak up behind them and just give them a great big hug. Oh, I don't think that's good <laughs> no, advice at all. No, they don't like it when you sneak up behind them. <laughs> I don't think that's good advice at all. Why yeah. would you say that? Oh, I see. Bad call. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, um, that's... Hey, 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 uh, sorry. It seems like we were about to wrap things up, but I <laughs> am in need of something. Oh, Oh, what is that yeah. that you are in need of? Oh, oh, you know, Ryan. Oh man, you know. I need it so bad. I'm gonna need an explanation. I need it, Ryan. Legs. I was born not 22 years ago. Legs. And I was born with four limbs. Two of them were arms, but two of them weren't arms, Ryan. Two of them were different. Do you understand what I'm saying, Ryan? Uh, <laughs> you had two arms. You had two arms and two other arms. I had two, two arms. arms, and I had two. Do you hear that? Do you hear something? Legs. Hey. Give me the That's legs. Right. My legs. We're not harmon- harmonizing. I want to hear about the legs, Ryan. The yeah, legs. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting there. There was an ad. All right. There was an ad. On the numbers.com. Why would they advertise anything except for the legs? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't run the ad business. We got to call finers and find wine. Fine. All right. Anyways, opening weekend, this movie made $8.4 million, 37.8% of the total gross. Wow, that's cool. Anyway, it's not you know what? It's did not go international. Did not go international. Production okay. budget. Production budget, $40 million. Why did this movie need $40 million? Yeah, I guess it didn't, but what I need is the legs, okay? I would like... I would it like... It barely broke even after adjusting for inflation at $40,100,000 in the box office. I would I am... like the legs, please. Legs? And the legs. Legs? And thank the God, legs. thank oh. God, fuck. Oh, my and God. And the legs. Oh, my God. <laughs> at. Oh, my God. Two. Oh, <gasps> 0.65 legs. Not that great. Not great. Kind of the same as the last movie, huh? Does it have the yeah. leggiest weekend? Oh, let's find out. Uh, let me scroll down on the page here. Come on. Uh, leggiest weekend. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. No. Oh, God. They do have a lot of numbers, though. Good for the numbers.com. Oh, that's Well, that's what they're for. That sucks. All right. Well, that's going to do it. Do it for this movie. 
uh, remember at first sight. Um, uh, our movie next week is the 1999 classic Magnolia. Oh. Magnolia. Uh, let me pull up the log line for that one. Let That's me... a famous one. It is a famous one. I, um, the log line is uh, an epic mosaic of interrelated characters in search of love, forgiveness, and the and meaning in the San Fernando Valley. Directed by Paul, the one, the one, the Paul, only, P.T. Anderson. Paul Thomas Anderson. Paul My Thomas boy. Anderson, baby. Phil Cy Hoffman, Tom Cruise, Julianne Moore. Philip Baker Hall uh, as Jimmy one's... Gator. <laughs> well, that's exciting. That's exciting. I'm excited for that one. But you'll have to Me tune too. in for that one. You'll have to tune in next week on 99100. Thank you so much for listening. Remember to like and subscribe. Tell your friends about it. I don't think liking... Uh, review. Review. You can rate, review, subscribe. Uh, Give us five stars for the heck of it. Tell your grandma. You know, tell your grandma. She follow us, us on LinkedIn. She want yeah. Post us on LinkedIn. Announce to post us on LinkedIn. Announce to your professional stars. acquaintances that this is what you sort of stand for. Um, and just watch the job offers come rolling. I have been your Groucho host, Sparky Shelton, and I have been your Harpo host, Tino Mickens. And as always. I'm Ryan. Good night. Oh. Good night. Oh, we weren't harmonizing? All right. <laughs>